Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Christian Baker Psychic Hour. Um, it's Friday. Hope everyone's having a good day today. And uh, we have a caller in the queue from 269 area code. We're going to be getting to you shortly. 914-338-0164 is the caller number for those of you who haven't gotten in touch with us yet. Please press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. Also, our social media accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. Um, anything you want to say before we get started, Neil? No, let's get back to it. All right. 269, you are on the air. Two six nine, you're on the air. Hello. She doesn't have this. Watching TV. <laughs> Wake up, two six nine. Okay. Okay, we're well, gonna put the caller back on mute. What's going on? You know, uh, it's interesting about. The, People uh, who are paying attention. <laughs> exactly. Well, we have another caller, don't we? Um, no, listening. Oh. Unless that person wants to speak with us, she'll raise her hand. What now? You know, it's interesting about the uh, energy of a psychic, because every time a psychic does a reading... It's weird. This is very... Uh, what's yeah. that? Don't look like you know what I'm because that's what I was thinking about. Mm. Actually, prior to, I mean, we didn't talk about the show or what we're gonna what we're gonna discuss, but I was thinking the same thing about how readings vary. Yeah. Well, okay, so there's this connection there, right? Yeah. Uh, so the the energy of a psychic has to be analyzed also in terms of the personality of the psychic, how much negativity they hold, how much positive energy they hold, how they have responded to the world at large, what their upbringing was like, what sets them off in terms of conversation. That, that, that draws back to their relationship with their parents. Personalities were formed by connecting with their parents or learning and how that becomes part of the process of their thinking, because if if there's a, a anything suggestive in a in a conversation that draws the, the psychic back to their childhood or how they responded to something, that can affect the the, the reading uh, accuracy of the reading. Well, it's interesting too because I was also thinking about. Uh, upbringing in relation to someone's you know whether whether nature or nurture affects a child more or how how someone stays with their natural personality versus how it's affected by their upbringing um depending on you know the negativity or positivity surrounding their upbringing and 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 how that relates to karma it's funny you bring these. Yeah, well, you know, the, the idea, uh, the there's, there's a premise of, in terms of being psychic, and that is the, the um, statue of neutrality, being neutral, being able to understand how to be neutral so that the vibrations can come in positive or negative, but being received by a neutral 
human being so that they can not make prejudgments about something. Yeah, because you're not going to always agree necessarily with um, choices a, a person may make or a lifestyle a person may have, but you still as a psychic have to be, um, be as you said, neutral. When you're advising someone, unless there's some great moral, <coughs> ethical sin that, 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 that's occurring, which is a different story. Yeah, it, it's a quick balancing act because you're not going to be able to get away from your own psyche about things. That's always going to be running as a heartbeat. But there's got to be a, a strong recognition about neutrality, about being neutral, so that you receive the vibrations correctly and it's not filtered through your own uh, personality or, or ego or anger or whatever it may be. Um, so it's very important. And, and I think that's, that comes with an, the idea of, deve- of how one develops oneself into a rational, stable human being. Um, that isn't to say that a strong personality or opinionated person can't be an effective psychic. But if you're looking at the raw essence of receiving energy, neutrality is the best position to be at the beginning. We lost. Yeah, I was trying to bring on the caller, but they hung up. They hung up. Well, well I wish you would let me do that. What? Bring on the caller. I was trying to bring her on. Well, the caller... Well, damn it, if a caller <laughs> called up and hung up, you know, oh, wait a minute, got to be neutral. Uh, <laughs> I, I was feeling like they were ready to. Well, you know, if somebody, if somebody hangs up after a minute of conversation, they can go on to another show. I don't care. Okay. But we don't, well, our lives don't depend on someone, someone's impatience. As a matter of fact, we're, we might be the only show that interrupts conversation. But we of, yeah uh, we u- we used to not actually we used to dedicate fifteen to twenty minutes to to discussion and wouldn't take calls but we found that that sometimes backfired so we changed our format yeah. and it is important to be able to you know do some uh, teaching during the show but yeah a lot of people aren't really interested in listening no, they want most to people are. move on to their most people don't care about listening to teaching they just want to hear what's going to happen to their lives and see now this this is a perfect example of being neutral the way <laughs> uh, right so we all slip at times well but, it's not uh, it's not a matter of slipping like you said psychic i mean and obviously we're talking freely on the show but uh, you know you can have a strong personality you have a strong personality and strong opinions about many different topics but letting those those you know opinions not interfere allowing yourself to be um, more of a vessel for a person than influenced by your own um, your own opinions and ideas in a reading. Those are two different things. Yeah. You know, I mean, we are, we are still creatures of vibration. And vibration is, is, can be analyzed. It can be, there's a frequency, there's, a, there's an intensity, there's a measurement of vibration. And like you said, you can have, have a strong personality, you, can, you know, you're bold, you're, you're outspoken, you're not easily intimidated, or you can be a little bit softer and and sort of just take things in and be a little bit calmer. And but I think the way one approaches a reading is going to be different too, based on the person that you're dealing with and the issues that you're dealing with. So sometimes it's the tone and timbre that the psychic uses in the reading and the direction the psychic takes is going to be different depending on who the person is and what their problem is. Sometimes some, you know, sometimes it's appropriate to be more passive um, in a reading. And sometimes it's, it's, it's more, does a person need someone to take control and be assertive? So it just depends. Yeah. I think, you on the situation. Sort of deal with it as it, comes out and you have to be, you know, there's a certain flexibility of mind and character that is very important. While the, the psychic at hand is hearing things from the astral realm and, and 
getting messages and receiving that vibration. Usually when we converse with somebody, we're talking to the person, him or herself, and we're also having an entire interior dialogue within ourselves. Usually we never have just a one-to-one conversation. We have a one-to-one conversation with the person and a one-to-one conversation within ourselves. So we have an interpersonal relationship communication when we talk to somebody and an intra-communication. The psychics, though, take it one step further. They're also going out of themselves to listen to the astral realm and the vibrations and conversations and messages they're getting from that. So it becomes now a three-way conversation. And that becomes a little bit more mystical, maybe because it's the number three, but it becomes more triangular in in, in the occupation of messages coming in. So a psychic listens to him or herself. A psychic listens to the uh, subject that's speaking to them. And the psychic listens to the vibrations and the energies that are out in the astral realm, wherever that may be. Some psychics claim they just have it in their brain. They don't hear anything. They just get feelings about stuff. I've heard psychics say, well, you know, I just go with my own feeling. I don't hear anybody talk to me or anything. But that's a totally different thing. I was thinking about this, too. Um, You know, specifically, I'm going to give an example based on feelings. There's, it's a big difference. Like, for instance, say you have a neighbor that is selling their home and, and you see a party come up to look at the house that are, you know, prospective buyers. And you look at that group of people and you, as the psychic, say, they're going to be the ones who are going to move in here. And, you know, I know that this is the group of people that are going to move in here. That's one thing. But on the other hand, <laughs> to be able to, um, say the people that are going to move into this house are going to be, you know, and, and describe their characteristics, maybe personality types, job, whatever distinct, distinctive traits of these people prior to ever seeing them is totally different. So we're talking about more base intuition versus being acutely psychic and making a prediction. You know, I mean, they're both predictions, but yeah. there's more material to work with in the first, you know, less, less. Um, well, you, you know, I, I, most psychics are intuitive. Psychic they're intuitive. energy. They, they, they are within themselves psychic and intuitive. Not from there, not all psychics, but, but a, a large group of psychics will then reach out to receive messages or something like that. You, you can give an accurate reading either way. Receiving messages becomes a little bit questionable because, you know, you don't really know. Well, you know, the angel Michael is telling me, well, I, I personally, I don't trust stuff like that. I don't, you know, is the angel Michael really speaking to somebody just because they claim that's who they're speaking to? Now, I don't want to disrespect any psychics out there that claim to speak to angels and guides. We do too. But it's harder to prove. It, it's, a, it's just harder to validate that you're that who you're speaking to. I even have trouble sometimes understanding who I'm speaking to out there. But I know when I'm inside myself what I'm hearing. So there's some, a, a more solid foundation when a psychic claims to be working within them, him or herself as opposed to getting a message. Although, like I said, you can get messages from the other side. We do. But I don't always know exactly where, where it's, it's coming, coming from. from. I can assume sometimes it's coming where it's coming from. I can make assumptions, and hopefully those are right. But yeah. And then this all gets incorporated in the – I mean, I think every any listener or human being should take the time to analyze him or herself in regard to – how they respond in any given situation. Are they, are they being more like their mother? Are they being more like their father? And in either case, how does that affect them? Did they have a domineering a mother or father where they were sort of suppressed? Or did they have a loving, supportive mother or father where they were meant to uh, express themselves without consequence in most part? Uh, 
so it it becomes a, a kind of a circus of of of, a, of of arranging how the psyche works. You know, you have these different rings, and in in terms of the communication process, and you're either communicating within yourself, you're communicating with the person you're speaking to, you're communicating, and within that process of communicating with yourself, you're also bringing in an array of energies about your upbringing, how you respond to things, what triggers you, you know, all kinds of things that go on in the complicated matter of communication and being psychic, more or less just normal conversation that people have. Uh, And it's interesting because our personalities vary immediately. You go to a bank and you talk to a bank teller. You have one personality. You go home and you talk to your wife or husband and your kids. You have another personality. You go outside and you see a neighbor. You have another personality. Our personalities are not consistent. Multiple personality disorder. Multiple personality disorder, yeah. So we, uh, we, we, don't, we don't live on a linear graph of expression. Our expression constantly changes given the situation. Okay, hold on. We have to bring Jennifer on because she just raised her hand. Hi. Hi. I um, was listening to you guys, and um, I just wanted to chime in on the the. Uh, I'm thinking about doing like seances and house cleansings and that sort of thing, um, just as a side hustle. And I know that uh, Neil's very good with monetary amounts. And I was thinking to charge 300. Would that be a good price? What would they charge in LA? I don't know. You mean you want to charge $300 to do either a seance or a house cleansing or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, you set your own. You set you, you first, Jennifer. You have to set your own. Um, Price, you know, you set your own standard price. Sometimes you look around and see what other people charge, and you investigate, see what other people charge in those matters. Um, it seems to me like, you know, if you're going to spend a couple of hours there, it seems rather reasonable. Well, she's in, in she's in uh, Canada, but in the mid, I mean, in the mid middle part of Canada, so adjacent to Michigan. She's, I mean, economically, I don't know how Canada differs from um, the U.S. in terms of in terms of cost of living, and if it's close to, I mean, cost of living in Los Angeles is definitely different than the cost of living in Michigan. So it would yeah, be a totally. lot less, I think, to do a house clearing or a séance in Michigan than it would to be to do one in L.A. You know, for, I mean, you, it's hard to gauge something like that because you're 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 using you're, it, it's not like you're a plumber and you have a standard rate or something like that. It's it's hard to gauge, and you have to kind of look at at who your clients are and how much they can afford and you know existing prices and competitively. You don't have people who clear houses or do seances, it's not like you look in the yellow pages and you see a hundred people, you know, it's a specialized thing and you have to kind of work within the parameters of, of, you know, it's more, I would say the pricing could be standardized like that. And it seems like a fair price. I I would, I would look, I would look to see what other people are charging, but also based, based on your experience level. I mean, how, how, what experience and what techniques are you using to clear house? houses or conduct seances um it's it's basically like one of those shows that you would want like i'll go in and i'll um get a feel for the house i'll bring sage um i'll put salt in the corners that sort of thing um see if there are any spirits in the house um and then have whoever's there uh sit in a circle and um, make a connection um you know I don't really let them ask questions because you're there for spirit. You're not necessarily there to answer their questions, um, but you're there to be a representative of the spirit that they're looking to contact. So that's historically what I've done, but I've only really done it for friends. And it's, you know, normally it's like pay me in wine or whatever. 
So thinking I need to do something to make some money. So I thought, Are well. You- oh, go ahead. Sorry. I don't know any. Like, I don't know of anyone else that's doing that in my town. It's a population of about 300,000. So. Well, I mean, you would look around, look online, maybe not in your town necessarily, but there, you know, in your, what is it, province? Um, yeah. Look and see what people are charging. Obviously, you haven't done this professionally. It's been something you've done for friends. So that would be, I think, you know, a, a reason to have a more reasonable price. You see, you're you're in a specialized area. It's not like anyone can find somebody to do this. So that that justifies some increase in price because you're specialized. And if somebody is going to go to the trouble to do something like this, and it's just not for fun, then it seems to me a reasonable. I mean, what you're saying you do, it seems to me the amount of energy and time you're putting into it, consideration that you'd probably be there for a good couple of hours. Um, It it seems reasonable. Reasonable. Especially if you're traveling, if that's including travel. Yeah, that seems very reasonable, Jennifer. I mean, if you're asking us if there's some divine answer that, oh, yes, that's the price you're supposed to set. I'm not getting that, but I think reasonably that's a sound price. The only thing is three is in her day i mean she's 4370 so i mean it's, it's yeah, she could it's be charging 700 where she could be charging 700 <laughs> but, but three is you know i mean yeah. it's an important position in her birth date you know, you know i mean, mean uh you know if somebody says oh you know would you do it to for 250 i go okay you know if i were you i mean you don't have to be you can set a price it it's a lot of time and effort it's specialized and it's you know, and sometimes when you do those things, people pitch in, and it's just not coming from one pocket. So uh, there's always that idea. Yeah, but, because if it's a seance, it would be multiple people yeah. probably attending. Are, are you planning on? We have to. We have another caller nine one six. We're going to be with you in a moment. But are you planning on? Um, what do you do? What are you going to do about your job? Um, I'm on starting in November fifteenth. I'm sorry, it cut out, so we didn't hear November me. 15th. November 15th, what? You're stopping? November 15th, I'm on unpaid leave. You're on unpaid, unpaid leave, so you're not getting vaccinated? Have you decided not to, for sure? Yeah, for sure. So so you're going to be looking for other work as well? Um, I don't know, because I have a sneaking suspicion that um, it's going to end up um, un- unconstitutional and they're going to have to pay us from November 15th forward for all the uh, work we're missing. So that's mm. my sneaking suspicion is not to quit uh, because uh, I, I, things haven't gone through the courts yet. Yeah. They're already so, backtracking yeah. with the health care. So. Oh, yeah. Well, do you know what's happening in the United States right now? I don't know if you're aware of our situation with the vaccine. I know of, I know a few people are, who are – um, being mandated to do it, like so. Exactly. It's actually now it's getting more intense. So it's yeah. been it's extended now to the private sector. So they're saying employees with how many employees? A hundred or more employees? Yeah. But uh, or oh, businesses. Yeah, just need to see that. Yeah, a hundred and more. Yeah. yeah. But pretty soon you won't be able to enter an establishment without showing proof of vaccination along with that photo ID. That depends on your location, though. Like that's like L.A. City is enforcing that. L.A. County is enforcing it in certain establishments like bars, breweries, nightclubs. Um, Canada has that too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, but it depends on your location. The other locations, um, you know, have lifted the mask mandate, Marin County, for example. Anyway, so it varies depending on where you are. But the fact that, you know, that Biden is mandating this federally is is pretty dramatic. Um, so 666 is all around us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we have that bet, bet, and we're winning (laughs) so far. (laughs) Just FYI. Uh, Anyway, well, 
Phil, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's Thank fine. you. Thanks for calling. Okay, let's bring on 916. Hello. Hi. Hi, thank you for uh, taking my call. I was just tuning in randomly, and uh, I was wondering if you guys would do a reading for me. Okay, what's your name? My name is Ray. Ray, hi. Hello. Um, and then, you know, whenever well, you're ready. Go ahead. Go ahead with your question. When you, we got to get your birthday. Well, first, yeah, let's get your birthday first, Ray. Okay. It's twelve twenty-two. And the year. Eighty-seven. Okay. 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 Well, what's your question? No. I was just wondering if. Oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I just about love life. I'm not dating anybody. Um, you know, I'm, I'm young right now. I'm, I have a job. I go to the gym. I'm active. I go out to concerts and stuff. Um, you know, I'm not desperately looking, but I think it would be nice now that I have everything under my feet. Because, you know, going back a year or two ago, I was like, no, nah, I'm not ready for one. Now I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready. I don't know if you see one. And if you don't see one, you know, that would be nice to know as well. But kind Yeah, of we know. just spoke with you. I knew. I thought I thought this was the same person. Yeah, you're you're the one with the, um, with the podcast. Oh, sure. shit. Okay. Oh, sorry. So I have called you guys before. Okay. I wasn't sure. How does it that we remember who yeah, called people us. who... Yeah. You call us on the 13th of October. And you asked about a specific woman at the gym. I remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it didn't really go anywhere. I mean, him, we talk, I haven't talked to her since at all. But she's still supposed to be coming over for Thanksgiving because she's my aunt's trainer and they get along really well. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just curious. I can ask another question instead if you want to do that. It doesn't matter. I mean, we can talk well, about anything you, know, you want. I think we told you that in your number system, Ray, Problem. with those 22s, you know, that's the second chakra. 22 can come in with a little bit of karmic problematic situation in relationships, meaning that what your soul is carrying <clears throat> comes from having a lot of sexual relationships in your past that's lives. Right but that has come in with a sense of karmic restitution. There's a sort of idea that you're making up for something where maybe you really took it in a past life. So this halting of a relationship, this pause, the difficulties, are a result of some sense of karmic uh, residual energy. However, your karmic number is 32, you're 33, so you've cleared the immediacy of your karma, the immediacy of it. Your master number is five, so you're going to be... Uh, He's going to be 34, so he has a change coming up. Your life goes in increments, I mean, cycles of five from birth to death, but then cycles of five from the age of 32. So at the age of 35, you're going to be having another change. And 22 and 12 is 34. Four, which is... So we... Okay, so here's yeah. what we think. Maybe 34, 34, even though it's not a multiple of five, 35 will be, but somewhere between 34 and 35, you'll be in a relationship. That's what we think. Okay, interesting. Why, did you have another question, uh, though? Yeah, if, if I'm able to, um, I'm just kind of curious what you guys see in my career. Um, you know, I, I just landed a job that I've, that I've wanted, you know, I'm, I'm about eight months in, but... I, I don't feel fulfilled, um, and I know that I have talent of doing something, but I would just love some direction to be in something where I'm, where I, like, you know, have something that I like. I'm not, you know, just working paycheck to paycheck, but if you see something that I can be in where I feel fulfilled, I guess. Is there any, is there any financial, um, I mean, does this job involve finance? Did he tell us what he did last time? I don't remember. I know you do a podcast, which, you know, you, you're a five. So that's, you know, the speaking, the vocal chakra. Um, but does the job that you currently have involve finances at all? Anything? No, no. I will. Politics. Yeah. I mean, you, you have a voice that's very good at analyzing or commenting on any given situation. What do you do in the politics? What, what is your, uh, what is your role? Uh, I, I work in, 
um, I work for a politician in, in California. You work for a politician in California, um, like a congressman or? Uh, a, a state politician. State politician. I mean, we're not going to be specific. So in terms of how you work, do you, do you set up their appointments? Do you advise? Yeah. Do you come? Yeah. So, okay. So a couple of things. So, because I, I listen to, I like, I, my, my podcast right now is on politics. I talk about politics every day. So also I apply that at my job where like I help them craft their own legislation or if there's, um, you know, if they're crafting legislation here in California, I'll put like talking points together for him. That is what is happening in mainstream right now, like in, in the culture, I guess, culture wars, they call it. Um, then I also do his scheduling. I advise him on things and stuff like that. Okay, so I just want to go back to the financial aspect because you're dealing with a politician and they are, I mean, when you talk about legislation, they do deal with finance, financial, um, you know, legislation involves finances, how, 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 how these, uh, how, how finances are handled in the state of California. So it does relate indirectly to what you're doing. Okay. It may not be that you're working in a bank necessarily, but the politician d- for sure deals with um, the aspect of money, budget in the state of California. So, See, you're, uh, Ray, you're, you're, the energy of your voice and the content of, of your conversation suggests to me that you're you you do you would be very good at commentary, not not to mention advising, analyzing, counseling. You know, if your brain is geared towards politics, politics is bracketed in many different ways. The morals of politics, the 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 evaluation of where politics is going, the situation at hand. You're you're probably geared to be involved in the world of politics, but I would suggest that you take it to a deeper level to where there is maybe you write articles, maybe you do commentary, maybe you uh, discuss the pros and cons of certain issues to where you establish a voice, a pattern, a thought process. And that combines with your personality. You, you know, you sound to me like if someone was doing a radio show and they had four guests on talking about politics, you would be one of those guests. You have that kind of a voice that, uh, and I don't know if, if, right. the, if the mechanics of politics, as opposed to the scheduling and the, and the organization of politics, is as important to you. But if you're opinionated, if your opinion yeah. are unbiased, that's where you should be going. That's that's right, and I think that's you. You hit it on the nail. That's right, and that's where I'm trying to. So, like, I'm in the mechanics of it inside the you know writing of bills, criticizing, setting things up, and it's like, all right, you know, this is cool. I'm going through the motions, and you know, I I don't hate being here. Like, I enjoy it. You know, do know that the way how my brain works. Um, like the other day, I was on Twitter, and somebody said, you know, hey, why don't you do a podcast on the latest Virginia? Um, on the latest Virginia gubernatorial race, how does that affect California? You know, and, and a lot of people, you know, with, with my political party, I may, you know, be affiliated with the political party, but I'm actually known for criticizing my own party. And people go, hey, you know, you make total sense. You know what I mean? And so, like, mm-hmm. I can do that, like, with what you're saying, adding my opinion. But it's like, I don't know if, like, there's a career in that for me. Like, not just hoping, but to actually okay. say that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, okay, psychically speaking, I think there's a career. How you evolve through that process right. and, and serendipitously create that career through donations, money, being, doing guesswork, uh, your podcast being more opinionated so your name becomes more available to opinion and it becomes intriguing. You have callers on, you start, you know, you have to be, you, you're on the wrong page and thinking, well, I need to have the money before the event. You need to have the event, create your commentary around it, and I think the money will come. You know, the field of dreams. Build the, 
build the baseball field first. So I think yeah. that's what you're I think that's where you need to go and sort of trust the universe on your self-discovery journey of how you financially support yourself. I think you will financially support yourself in this endeavor. I mean, right now he's already, <laughs> excuse me, financially supporting himself working for a politician, which has to, I mean, do you find that in your work for this person that your, uh, you know, your opinions are being shaped or you're getting more information mm-hmm. that helps you? Yeah, I, I'm because I'm also part of the central committee, you know, like the, our local political group mm-hmm. as well. Like I'm the vice chairman. And so I'm, I'm around politics 24 seven, whether I'm at work, when I go home, you know, we were at a meeting yesterday um, that I crafted talking points for this politician. And it was, just, you know, it was a quote informational hearing. But the effects of what was talked about, because, you know, they talk about equity, right? And that's a that's a common term used in the, in, in political, in the, in the court of the political arena. Um, and I was in this hearing and hearing what these other people were saying, I was able to take that and say, look what, this is what is actually being talked about by our local politicians. What does that mean when it affects our laws, when they talk about quote unquote equity, you know, things like that, you know, as an example, you know, well, equity is a financial term just to go back to the original financial the mention of finances. But the thing is, I mean, you're, you're saying that you're, you know, not totally stimulated by the job yet. That's right. That's exactly right. I'm not stimulated. And that's that's, prompting this. Right. But it's okay. I mean, it's okay that you're not stimulated by the job totally because you are gaining your learning in the field right now. And maybe you're not going to be able to jump to the place that you'd like to be immediately, but you're gaining experience. I mean, you're immersed in politics, as you said, 24 seven. So this is helping to move you into a position that's going to be more satisfying for you. You're also yeah, talking and, I, and I think that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just, I think I'm just, I'm just yearning for something to where something better than what I hear. Right. But I don't want to do it just to like, oh, hopefully there's something out there in the ether and maybe it's greener on the other side. It's not what I'm saying. Is what I'm yearning for is I want something with purpose and direction so I know when I get there, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing. Not, uh, okay. I think something's greener over there. Right. When we, you know, we have to incorporate uh, different parts of speech in, in terms of your question. You're, and let's go to numbers right now. Your month and day adds up to seven. Your seven is carried over in a solid form in your year. So you're the, and you're a five for communication. So you're, and five and seven is 12, which is your month. So here's what we do. The, the purpose of what you go into has to have some kind of spiritual connection, meaning it has to be for the betterment and welfare of humankind. So if you're going into the morals of politics, the ethics of politics, and analyzing that on a broader basis, regardless of party, if you're talking about how the politics has hold consequences, regardless of party, if you're analyzing the quote without saying it, the spiritual essence of politics, because I think what you're saying is, I just don't want to be a political voice. I want my political voice to rise above the mechanics of politics and talk about the higher, the higher implications and complications of what we're doing in terms of the political structure of the world, more or less the nation. So what you're saying is what you're geared to do in your cosmic code. So if the question is, does Ray go into deeper into politics to find that heartbeat, not just pulse, which is what you're mm-hmm. doing in your job right now, but to find the heartbeat of your essence, I would encourage you to go full throttle into becoming more of an outstanding voice in politics, more opinionated, given the fact that you have to, you have certain parameters you have to respect with your, uh, with your boss and everything, but to branch mm-hmm. off into a broader sense of that terminology and to expand it into creating a voice of politics, uh, factored in with morals and ethics and, and the, the overall viewpoint, that's where I think mm-hmm. your destiny lies. Huh. 
Interesting. I really appreciate this, guys. And can I can I drop a political comment from your last caller? Yes. Um, and so I actually have a comment to make about you and the last caller, but go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, if the last caller, you know, who's, who doesn't, who's not going to get vaccinated, which is obviously her choice. Um, obviously, Biden is what low forty percent, high thirties in approval rating. Yeah, no, she's With in Canada, this, by the way. She's in Canada. She's what? She's, not, she's Canadian. Right, but right, but that's symbolic here. That's happening here in the United States. And if that yeah. continues to happen, his approval rating will tank because more people will be out of work. And it'll yeah. not just be, oh, you're Republican, oh, you're Democrat. It'll be, I can't even feed my family right now. I can't even go see my doctor because, look, I already have natural immunity. I you know, or for whatever reason, I already had it. There's no reason to go. Now you're pissing me off because now you're intruding literally into my livelihood. We need to get somebody different. And if it just so happens to be that whoever Republican, and I don't vote Republican, I will do that even in the midterms. And I thought Virginia would be a wake-up call, but this is really mind-blowing that he's going to go through this after the shellacking in not only Virginia – but you had a truck driver who spent less than $200 on his campaign beat a sitting Democrat who has been in office for 20 years. I don't know if his – whoever's advising Biden, I don't know if they're drunk. I don't know if they're whatever. But to continue and double down, you're going to make staunch Democrats pretty cozy Republicans if he continues yeah. to do this. I I, I, I... Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm familiar with the truck driver, too. You know, but, you know, I, I mean, there you go. Your, your, your commentary and your speech is part of the essence of who you are. And, yeah, I mean, we, you know, all joking aside, we're getting into this attitude that the, that the uh, inoculation is becoming the 666 of our century, that we won't be able to do anything if we're not vaccinated. So, you know, it becomes a fine line between protecting the population at large because there's this attitude that, consensually speaking, we need to protect ourselves, and there's been other mandates on vaccinations. Um, there was a, there was a, well, a, a, a high-ranking army, army official who said, I had to get 18 shots just to go into the Army. I mean, what's the big deal? This has become a major political uh, and that was on a conservative news show that we saw that on, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, was, but the yeah. thing, though, yeah. is, is, is him like, going in there. No, we saw it together. It was last night. Oh, right. He was conservative. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, but, you know, yeah. go ahead. Right, go ahead. Right. But, but that general that you speak of, he is going somewhere knowing he has to. He doesn't have, no one's forcing him to go there. Thank you. He yeah. goes there saying, look. Hey, if you want to come here, this is what you got to get. And if you don't want to get it, then you don't come. You don't come, right? I'll give you another example. The other day, I'm here where I live, and I went to a Latino concert. There was there was this hip hop artist. She's Latina, and about five six thousand people were there. Almost all of them were Latino. Latinos usually vote Democrat, right? Well, they they mandated to enter that you have a COVID vaccine card or a COVID test, and you have to wear your mask. Okay, and we're like, okay, you go in there, everybody takes off their mask, they're yelling and screaming the lyrics to the song, and you look around, at some point you got to think that these typical Democrat Latino voters are going to say, this is a crock of stuff. We are all here packed in with sardines. COVID is over. Don't tell – like the, the mask scene cards are becoming virtuous. There's the perception that we got to quote-unquote be safe. And there's the reality of people are going to go out there. They're going to go to their concerts because they haven't been out for a year. And they're going to look and they're going to say, I don't know what the hell the president's talking about. I've gone to three different concerts in the last two months and haven't gotten sick. And well, that's going to continue about, to spread. I mean, people you know, who are vaccinated, the mayor of Los Angeles, just it was announced yesterday that he has COVID supposedly. And, you know, obviously he's fully vaccinated. Um, and so there are all these quote-unquote breakthrough infections, which to me, I, I really don't understand. I mean, if you're vaccinated, why are, why are you getting COVID, number one? Two, 
Um, let's talk about things like heart disease and, and automobile accidents and the fatalities that, that result from unsafe driving. Does this mean we stop cars from being on the road? The way that we're, um, that, the way that this COVID virus is being, is, has been made the focal point of our existence and survival is if we can protect ourselves, if we protect ourselves against COVID, we're, we're, you know, going to become, uh, uh, immortal. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, well so, so, Go ahead. so so you brought up a good point. Protecting who is it? Are you protecting yourself, or or are they creating this utopia where they think they can protect you? Because make no mistake about it, I'm very, I'm pro vaccine. I think the vaccines work. I think the vaccines are efficient. And learning through it, I learned that if you get the vaccine, you can still transmit the virus. You still can, but it's about preventing you from being deathly ill. And they are forgetting that part. If they were open about it and they were to openly say, look, you're still going to transmit the virus, but it's going to keep you from getting sick, then people are going to say, okay, so then I don't need a vaccine card then, right? What's the purpose of it? But, like if they were just open about it, less people would be contentious. And then people will say, okay, well, I'll just probably get the vaccine just so I don't get deathly ill and just leave it at that. But they don't want to because they want total control. They want to create the utopia that they can protect you from everything, financially, health, and people all across the aisle are saying, wait a minute. No, now you're creeping in a little too much for me. But um, guys, I don't mean to take over your show, but I, I just. Yeah. But well, guys, back to back back to what I was going to say about you and Jennifer. What's really interesting about the two of you, and obviously, um, you know, we get people from all parts of the world on the show, and sometimes callers come in, um, and there's karmic connection. It's interesting the way your birth dates are set up. Jennifer is born on four three. You Ray are born on twelve twenty two, but that's a broken three four. <laughs> and in your years. What's really interesting is um, her seven to your seven becomes a fourteen five. Five is your um, your your master number, and the karmic numbers align. So your three to her two become your karmic number thirty two, and your two to her four become her karmic number uh, six twenty four six. So um, people are connected in strange ways. You know, there's ambiguous, ambiguous lines, uh, Ray, because, we, we, you know, the pursuit of liberty and not being controlled by the state or the nation, we have certain rights as people, and we have the right to remain silent. You know, when we get into the idea, though, if one individual can affect the community at large, then it gets more vague in terms of the right system. But if we have the ability to make moral choices, and if the laws of the land say, well, you can make a choice, you don't have to get a shot, but we will stop you from making a living, you know, if the threat of the pursuit of happiness and and liberty is curtailed by, well, do what you want, but if you do what you want, there will be consequences that will invade on your well-being and existence, that becomes more of an ambiguous question as to where the ball stops in terms of how we are collectively uh, situated as human beings as opposed to individually connected. But the thing is, I mean, if we're talking about the transmission of the virus, those who are vaccinated can still transmit the virus. Isn't it up to those who are, I mean, you know, then you get into the whole argument of people, you know, clogging up the hospitals because they're unvaccinated and, you know, on ventilators and other people with other conditions can't get into hospitals. But I mean, well, if they were so, I don't, they were so I don't really buy that, into that. If they were so worried about that, then they shouldn't be fired. they shouldn't be firing doctors and nurses for not having the vaccine. If we had such a problem, they wouldn't be firing them. Obviously there's no, there's no overwhelming of the healthcare system because they're firing all of them. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's true. And, uh, and, and, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, hospitals are getting kickbacks for diagnosing people with COVID. So the numbers, the numbers of people dying from COVID are, are inflated because if people are infected with COVID but have pre-existing conditions, they're being, they're, uh, they're, the coroner's report is stating that they died from COVID, even if they, you know, they had 
heart disease or, 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 you know, kidney failure. So it's, it's really tough and hospitals are getting paid to put people on ventilators and they're getting paid to diagnose or to code death as COVID yeah. related. I mean, so there's financial benefits for these uh, institutions as well. Hey, can I ask you guys something? I want to get your opinion on something really quick before I let you guys get going is um, hey. I've been I've, like with my podcast, I did one the other night, but I'm trying to figure out what you guys think of this. I did one on YouTube but I'm trying to figure out if I should, if it's better to do one on YouTube where it's visual or do an audio on Block Talk Radio where I can actually get callers and get a bigger network. Do you have to choose? Well, I mean, he's other? saying I'm going yeah. to do both. You have to choose one or the other. You can't do, well, I mean, couldn't you, hmm. Couldn't no, because you? Because like this call, like, like let's say this call, right? Let's say I was broadcasting on YouTube. This call would not be heard from my YouTube channel. You know, because you hmm. can't integrate the both. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you can't get callers on YouTube. I, it, don't you? Nope. Are, I mean, on Facebook Live, have you considered that? Uh, because you can get people to participate on Facebook Live, and it's in video format. Yeah, but you can't get callers on there. You, I, you oh, know, it's I only, would start off, I would start building my blog audience talk. on Blog Talk. So you engage uh-huh. in conversation, you get stimulating things going on you know to your to answer your original question what, how i want to find myself i want to i want to feel important and do something that i really feel is significantly involving in not only my life but in my connection to the world at large i think we hit it on the nail like you said ray the nail you on the to, head you you need to get more intensely involved in your opinionated commentary, however unbiased it may be, or biased, if if you want to put it in those terms, and start to expand your audience. And, you know, like I said, build the dreams. The the cash will flow in, I think, psychically speaking. You just have to attract whatever sponsors or, or supporters to show what your track record is. And so you're kind of working behind the scenes now. You have a podcast, but you haven't, you, you, you know, you're kind of like doing it in your garage. You need to expand it. You need to be outspoken. And you need to be bold in your approach and engage in lively conversation. And that's where I think your destiny lies, if you want my opinion. Huh. Cool. Well, you know what, guys, I really appreciate this phone call. You guys were really helpful. And, uh, and I'll be sure to call back in later and give you guys an update. Yeah, try to remember. Yeah, be sure. Yeah, be sure when you come back in. Don't remember who we are. We love the guessing games. <laughs> hey, you guys have a great night or a great okay, day. Thank great you. day. Okay, Bye. Yeah, he's in the same time zone as us. Maybe it's. I don't know. Maybe he keeps odd hours and it's nighttime for him. Yeah, I mean politics. The Bible's filled with politics. Heaven's filled with, there was a war in heaven. I mean, we, we can't get around the fact that wherever we go, this controversy, wherever we go, even in Charlie Brown's baseball field, he, he says, you know, everybody comes over to the pitcher's mat and they're all discussing different political and world situations. And Charlie Brown says to the uh, viewer, we may never win a game, but we have some lively conversations. You know, it it's not so much the uh, position of We've got a uh, of of what po- politics is part. Politics is just a noun. It's a noun created by a system of government, but it goes deeper than that. It's about human relationship. Yes, and speaking of human relationship, we have a caller, and we only have five minutes, I believe. Are, are, is this Jackie? Yes, it is. Hi, Christine. Hi. Hi. I'm How are you? Okay. One, what, you're born in January. One, five, right? Yeah. Is that right? 65. 65. Yes. Okay. How How are you? I'm okay. I'm just tired of being afraid. I don't want to be afraid anymore. I want to move forward and not not worry about what's on the other side of it. Okay. So what's specifically do you want to address in our short amount of time that we have? We want to bring you on before we close the show. Uh, getting a loan, be able to fix, 
getting a loan to be able to fix up this house and settle everything and move on with my life. I want my life so, back. So the house that you, we're not talking about the house that you reside in, but it's the house that you, uh, the house that was your parents. That and you was have in the, yeah, yeah. And so you're in process yeah. of getting a loan? Well, no, I didn't apply for one yet. I want to settle and then be able to have the money to fix it up. I, I think I could come to an amicable settlement because I've been taking care of everything out of pocket. No one has been helping myself except my husband. So you haven't come to a settlement yet still with this situation? Wow. It's been going on a long time. COVID, COVID was just, COVID left me in a complete standstill. And then, you know, I went back to work. And no one else wants to contribute. I'm just, I'm just in handling it. Well, I mean, it's going to be something you'll have to eventually work out. I don't know, you know, you said fear of the other side. I don't know what you're referring to, but I don't I'm talking about, fear. I don't want to be fearful. My husband is fearful about me just moving in and, and then submitting the paperwork. I'm trying to do everything all at once. And sometimes it becomes very overwhelming. Because right now the house is empty. I want to move in and, and you know, take my time with, with, with restoring it and also come to an agreement. Like no one else is doing anything, so what could they say? You could ask, but that doesn't mean you get what you ask for. Well, you know, I, I, I think, I think, I think you have an, a certain intention of what your outlook, in terms of your outlook, where you'd like to be. So working step by step towards those goals, I, I think psychically you're going to accomplish your goals. Taking it step by step, not being overwhelmed by the whole process, but by focusing on the step by step process that you need to get through and making sure that each step is completed. Right. That, now, that may be a vague, that may be a vague um, response to you, but if you can think about that, uh, and just take it step by step. Because what that's happens, how I want to do it, Neil. Because that's how she wants to do then it. Do it. Do it that way. That, Don't that's what I've been doing. That's okay. what I've been doing. I have people from the family that all of a sudden are trying to get back to the me. The ones that's directly connected to it. The ones that used to stir the pot. And they're all, oh, you're, you're crazy if you don't just go move in. Because you saved the house from being taken away. You know, like they they they, they switch sides again. And I'm not trying to be with any of them. I just want to move forward. I'm trying to convince my husband, forget about everybody. Let's do what we have to do. And, and the chips will fall where they may. You keep that consistent. Because that's how you'll accomplish your goal. And if you do, I think you will. Step by step, you you agree. Just keep on that process. Don't be overwhelmed by looking at the bigger picture right now. Step by step. And I think you'll accomplish or your goal. Or swayed by other people's opinions about what you should be doing or should not be doing. Right. I don't even want to hear it. Yeah, I don't even want to hear it anymore, Christine. Yeah, you've got to stay in your own you know, in your own space and, and go about this in a logical, constructive manner. Right. Because I only have um, one person to convince, and that's just my husband. That he understands that no one, they can't do anything. They've already played their hands, and they've lost the whole deal. And they're not trying to do anything. They're just sitting, everyone now is just looking their wounds. I can't do anything about that. So, yeah, don't. I mean, you know, this is what you have to do, and, and, and it's not obviously going to be a, a fast resolution. I mean, this is – how many years has this gone on so far? Well, I've been in I've, – I've, I've had access going on three years. Take away, take away the year for COVID when nobody can move. Yeah, so it's a long process. You just have to keep moving two, forward. Two out, of, two out of almost 11 years. Um, wow. 
Wow. Everyone was everyone was in the mix doing their own thing for close to nine years. Okay. Do the math. Nine years, which is your uh, master number, and three is divisible. I mean, you know, it's a it's a sector. Three times three is nine. Um. So it's you know there's a code going on, but just keep 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 moving forward, Jackie. We've got to close the show now, but um, you know. Okay. You can you can always try us again. Um, I will. And call I will. a little. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Back on the air on Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Bye.